Welcome to Whose Podcast Is It Anyway? A show where our host engages in a lively conversation with the guest. The guest chooses the topic and the host has no prior preparation or knowledge of the topic. Please note that the opinions expressed on this program are the opinions and views of the host and the guests and are not necessarily the same opinions and views of Al Seeger or Point of Insanity Game Studio. And now, here's your host, Chad Knight. Whose podcast is it anyway? Episode 37. Welcome to my mind mare. On Saturday, I level up again. Uh, I'll be level 41. And of course, I'm not talking about role-playing, though a level 41 character does sound pretty awesome, doesn't it? I'm talking about my age. Yep, I'll be 41. I distinctly remember sitting in a class in elementary school, and the math teacher had us figure out how old we'd be in the year 2000. I did the math and thought I had done it wrong, because I'd be 24. 24 was an old man. I couldn't wrap my head around the idea of being 24. Well, that is now 17 years ago. I wonder what my 12-year-old self would have thought of the idea of turning 41. I think he would have thought it was impossible. Well, that was the past. Now I'm here, and I'll be honest, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. I enjoy aging. I know this may change as I get even older in the future, but right now, I'm probably in the best shape physically that I've ever been in my adult life. Now, granted, that's not something to brag about, per se. Or maybe it is, I don't know. I know I'm mentally stronger than I've been in the past, and I've gotten to a place in my life where life happens and I move on. I try not to worry so much about what happened, and, and I actually do a pretty good job of that. I have a good job, and I have time to spend doing the things I like like podcasting, playing games, and writing and creating. I I hope I continue the positive attitude and strive to continue to do the things I love. So with that, let's get to uh, introducing this week's guest. So my guest this week is Ryan Schwartzman. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hello. Hello. I have known Ryan for a few years now. I, I, I don't know exactly how many. I got to know Ryan while I was part owner of Chatham Games, and Ryan was an owner of a game shop called The Dork Fathers. Mm hmm Yep. Um, and though I suppose we were in direct competition, it never really felt that way because we used to hang out and play games and there was 30 miles in between right, our shops. Right, and... right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself uh, to the listening audience? Tell us about yourself and anything you'd like to share okay. with us. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know if I should do a brief little summary or what, but uh, well, my name is Ryan Schwartzman. Obviously, we got that part. Right. Uh, I'm from Merrill, born, bred, raised. I always say that three generations, both sides back. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, we got lots of roots in central Wisconsin. I'm a gamer, just like you know. Yeah, just like uh, me. And it's uh, more board games, some video games, but mostly board and card games. I uh, owned a game store, Dork Fathers. I used to own um, a restaurant that was my main purpose in life for 20 years. Yeah, Champs. Champs, yep, 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 yep. But now I'm a manager at the Merrill Ace Hardware. A uh, couple of things that I've done over... My life, uh, I was with a backyard wrestling group. Was the ECWA, the Elite Championship Wrestling Alliance, where I had a couple different personas. Seth Venison. Seth Venison. Seth Venison. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. Wore a mask. All right. Okay. Now, do you guys get together every once in a while for you reunion shows? We did do a reunion show in 2012. Okay, that's what I thought. So, yeah, we did one then, but most of us are now out of shape. At least I'm more out of shape than I was back when we were doing wrestling, because it was like... 97 to 2002 was our big time right. period. That right. was when I was, I could do backflips. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. quick question about sure, that. Sure. Back in 94, was there, there was a, there was a group up in Merrill at that time too, wasn't there? There was, but I don't remember who it was. I don't either, but it's a funny story because yeah. I had a buddy, I was at uh, UWMC at the time. Yep. And I had a buddy that was involved in this and he knew I was big yeah. into wrestling. He's sure. like, you should come up there and, and work out with us. And I'm like, Okay, I mean, who didn't sure, want to be a right. professional wrestler? Yeah, right, right. You know, so I go up there and I and I spend one Saturday up there goofing around, and I go back the next week and they're like, "We're doing hardcore this week." And I'm like, "No, we're not." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, we are." And they're like, "We're gonna hit you with something." And I'm like, "No, you're not." And they're like, "Yeah, we are." And I'm like, "So they throw a bunch of stuff. They had like trash cans and sure, stuff." Sure. And yep. The thing that I thought was gonna be the lo- oh no. So I'm like, hit me with that. Yeah. You know, because I'm expecting to get hit yep, with the yep, flat yep. of the bottom or something. Right. No, he turned it sideways and knocked me out. Oh. 
Mm. I came to, I sat oh, up, I sat up and I'm like, I'm out of here. I just, wow. that was, that was my entire yeah. professional wrestling career. Two sure. weeks, two Saturdays. Me on the other hand, I had five years of professional. Yeah, there you go. backyard professional. Well, yeah. We had a ring. We had a real ring. Okay. At one point. You know, I know this is getting a little off of topic on that, that way, but we had a real ring and uh, we actually did shows at places. Okay, so you'd go like to armories and stuff? Yeah, wherever wherever it would take us. We did uh we did um the graduation ceremony for the Merrill High School. Okay. Year, and we did our version of the Royal Rumble, which is called the Mega Rumble. Okay. So, so, okay. Yeah. Actually, another funny story is I just got the um the WWE network for yep. Mania, mm-hmm. yep. which was seven fucking hours. Right. <laughs> it was insane. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I game on Sundays. Okay. So so Goblin Workshop, which is Merrill's game store. Game store. Yeah. There's there's also fun stuff, um, but it's a, it has more tables and things like that. He's more club centric. Okay. Um, we game there every Sunday. But so, I'm I'm working my way through the Royal Rumble now. Yeah. I'm in uh, Royal Rumble year 2000. Sure. So. <laughs> It's just kind of funny. So you guys uh, did that. You did you get paid for these gigs? Some of them, not oh, okay. all of them. Okay. You know, a, lot, a lot of times it was just about getting out there and doing it and getting your passionate. name out there, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We had people who were professional wrestlers that would come and wrestle with us. Oh, really? And some of our guys actually went on and wrestled for many years after we quote unquote folded. We basically just stopped one day. <laughs> You're just like, no, nah, we're done. Well, well, we 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 only wrestled during. Namely the spring, summer, fall. Right, right. And then winter we took off, but we never got... 2002 was the last full season, and we just never got back together in 2003. Oh, okay. So it just kind of happened that way. But other guys went off, and they wrestled on the independent circuit all around Wisconsin. Did anybody from your group make it up to... to uh... You know, any of the big ones, no, the WWE, no, and, you know, no, nothing no, like that? nothing like that. Okay. But we've, we've, they've wrestled with people who did. Oh, that's kind of, so, I mean, yeah. that's a cool story, you too. Know? Yeah, and um, the, I think the biggest names anyone got to wrestle with was, like, Jerry Lynn. Well, Jerry Lynn's a big name, yeah. though. I mean, if right. you remember, I mean, Jerry Lynn was, what, the late 80s, early 90s, where he was big? Right, yep. Um, yep. He was big in ECW. Yeah, and then he was in ECW. He was, he was in WWF. You're right. Time, yeah. World Wrestling mm-hmm. Federation. Right. Don't don't call it right. You can't call it that anymore. Right. But um, he was actually wrestling at one of the casinos. Oh, okay. So, and that's where we got to meet him, and then stuff happened. But but there's a lot of wrestling that happens around this area because of AAW or it was AAW I think at the time, but okay. AWA from back in the day. Right. Yeah. But was that in Minneapolis? Right. Yeah. yeah. But then there was AAW, and anyways. So are there are there big um. Backyard association still in the area? I have no idea. I've been okay. out of it for so long. Okay, I thought and maybe it used to be. There was big ones in Green Bay, and we had people come over from Green Bay and wrestle with us. So well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I know, right? And we go on. <laughs> you know, I it was actually kind of funny because I had uh, Zach Hagen Hagen Booker Hagen Booker Hagenmeister Hagen Booker. Okay. Hagen. I don't know. Right, I never right, say right, his right, name right. right. He's right. gonna listen to this, and I'm gonna no. get a text. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but um, and then I had um Spencer Hart on. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had those guys on back to back weeks, okay. not even thinking about it. So sure. we had two weeks of wrestling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but we went at it from different angles. Sure. So it was kind of sure. neat. Yeah, and and I'll be honest, when we were doing wrestling, and my buddy Josh Jaeger, which you yep, know, Josh I know Josh and all that. Have you gotten him on here? Yet? I haven't he had him on here. Podcast. Yes, he does. Game. Him, him and Zach do. Yep, and um, they have uh, Game Huggers, which happens on Wednesday nights. Oh yeah, I have not so, listened to Game Huggers at all. It was wonderful. I've done that too. But okay. But anyways, once you got into there and you you become a promoter and you're doing storylines and creating characters, you never watch wrestling the same again. Oh yeah, no, and it. Yeah. I have learned in just my my life watching wrestling from being that kid who thinks all the stories and everything. And that's all true. You know, these yeah. guys hate these guys. Oh, sure. and, yeah. You know, and I'll tell you what really killed that for me is I was uh, back in, oh, I must have been about 99, 2000. I went to Minneapolis yeah. to a show. Mm-hmm. And there was a big feud going on between Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho. Okay. So they had mm-hmm. this big feud going on, and we watched them beat the shit out of each other. Sure. So after the show, we a bunch of us were like, first we get lost in Minneapolis, but then we're like, we find this Perkins not too far from okay. the from the you know sure. sh- yeah. from the show, and who walks in? 
Eddie, Chavo, Chris. Really? Yeah, and they're nice. just all hanging out together. And nice. I was just like, so I got to meet Eddie and I got to meet Chavo yep. and I met Chris Jericho. I mean, and you know, and you're never prepared for these things. Did I have anything no. for them to sign? Of course not, no. you know. Yeah. But it was it was still kind of cool. Um, I've met Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I've met Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, Sergeant Slaughter was right at the Wasa Woodchucks. Yeah, he was. I and didn't meet got, him there. Right, but right, right. I, you know, he has got... Did you shake his hand by any chance? Yeah. Well, got, he, he's got me in the headlock. Oh, really? Yeah. He we, had a huge yeah. hand, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't have small hands, and my hand no. disappeared. Right. It was just like... Yeah. <laughs> Some of these guys, you just... You, you, you look at them on screen, you know they're bigger than life. Right. And then you meet them, and they are bigger, bigger than, than life. life. And then there's people who are bigger than them, and you're right. like, holy cow. So I just like, class A guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, really nice absolutely. guy. I met um, – the the other really cool one is back in the day I met um, the Hardy Boys and Lita. Sure, yeah. And uh, it was kind of just a happenstance. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're getting – I shouldn't say off topic. <laughs> we're just doing this first introduction for a very long sure, time. Sure, sure. Let's, let, we'll come back. You know, I'll yeah. bring this into our topic. Okay. We'll come back because I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of changing. Let's finish what we're doing here. Yeah, so, so I'm going to go ahead and do this week yep. in history. yep. And then we'll come back and we'll do the topic. Sure. All right. Today in history, April 14th, 1912, the RMS Titanic hits iceberg. Just before midnight in the North Atlantic, the RMS Titanic fails to divert its course from an iceberg, ruptures its hull, and begins to sink. Four days earlier, the Titanic, one of the largest and most luxurious ocean liners ever built, departed Southampton, England, on its maiden voyage across the Atlantic Ocean. While leaving port, the massive ship came within a couple feet of the steamer New York, but passed safely by, causing a general sigh of relief from the passengers massed on the ship's decks. The Titanic was designed by the Irish shipbuilder William Peary and spanned 883 feet from stem to bow. Its hull was divided into 16 compartments that were presumed to be watertight, because four of these compartments could be flooded without causing a critical loss of buoyancy the Titanic was considered unsinkable. On its first journey across the highly competitive Atlantic ferry route, the ship carried some 2,200 passengers and crew. After stopping at Cherbourg, France, and Queenstown, Ireland to pick up some final passengers, the massive vessel set out at full speed for New York City. However, just before midnight on April 14th, the ship hit an iceberg, and five of the Titanic's compartments were ruptured along its starboard side. At about 2.20 a.m. on the morning of April 15th, the massive vessel sank into the North Atlantic. Because of shortage of lifeboats and the lack of satisfactory emergency procedures, more than 1,500 people went down in the sinking ship or froze to death in the icy North Atlantic waters. Most of the approximately 700 survivors were women and children. A number of notable American and British citizens died in the tragedy, including the noted British journalist William Thomas Steed and heirs to the Strauss, Astor, and Guggenheim fortunes. The announcement of details of the disaster led to outrage on both sides of the Atlantic. The sinking of the Titanic did have some positive effects, however, as more stringent safety regulations were adopted on public ships and regular patrols were in initiated to trace the locations of deadly Atlantic icebergs. So as we all know, we've all seen the movie, The Titanic yep, Sinks. Yep, yep. There was definitely enough room on the uh, door for Jack. Yeah, my favorite part of the movie is when I was saying it's... <laughs> That was, well, maybe my second favorite part. Well, you know, there's a scene in the car. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I was talking about the port when he's doing the little sketch portrait. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a guy. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So, no, okay. um, but, you know, the Titanic, even though it's been a hundred years, it still captures the imagination. Right. yeah. Which is absolutely. amazing. It's just a ship that sank. Right. You know, um... Thousands of ships that have sunk yeah, over yeah. the years. But there's something about the Titanic that there, it's kind of like it has a nostalgia, um, kind of like the mob, mafia. Yeah. Why, why do we love bad guys? Well, you know, it's funny. But we, why do we like ships sinking? I don't know. You know, and there's ships that sink in more dramatic fashion and, yep. and, and with more loss of life. Yeah. And it's just like the Titanic, though. It just sits in the it just sits in the imagination of the people. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when you said the mafia, mm -hmm. we had a guy um, worked with my wife, and he kind of adopted us. He was from the east co east coast, sure, 
moved to Wisconsin, had nope. no family other than mm-hmm. his wife. She passed away and just kind of adopted Nikki and the girls, you know, kind Nothing. of, you know, family. And that was great and everything. And he would always talk about the mafia when he was growing up in New York and how they were the, you know, the class guys they were, you know, and all yep. this stuff. And you hear that a lot about the old mob. Now, of course, the new mob or what? I mean, it's not really the mob anymore. It's just thugs. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Much. Yeah, yeah. He would talk about how the mob was this. You know, they were great as long as you didn't borrow money from them and you didn't cross them. Right. They were some of the. Yeah. You know, they were just yeah. family guys doing a job. Right. Ryan, we've learned that I'm getting old. Yep. And that the Titanic uh, still seems to be fascinating to people for over a hundred years. Right. What is your fascinating topic? Well. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I'm changing it up from what I was going to do, which I'm not going to tell you because if we come back, I'll do that again. Yeah, and I do but, tend uh, to have people back, right? so. Well, I figure at some point I'll get back into a rotation here. Yeah, exactly. But what I actually want to talk about was something that you brought up. Okay. With with your birthday. Okay. Was talking about this time. Okay. And, and years. When 2000 hit, mm-hmm. you know. I remember when, when it was 1995, and people were talking about the year 2000. I'm going, man, that's far away. 2017, never even, never no. even thought of it. The thought, exactly. So, so I guess I guess I want to talk about what have we done since, during that time period. Okay. Like, like we were talking about with wrestling. We can just banter back and forth. There, right, right. right. And, and did we think that we're going to be where we are? Oh, I can guarantee i didn't think i was yeah. gonna be where i was gonna be you know and we can talk about what's happened what's changed you know this is i i sometimes we get stuck on other little topics but but life is is, is great and things that we never would have expect come oh, in yeah. front of us a birthday is a wonderful thing to to happen and when you're 15 20 years old and all of a sudden you're going man five more years from now that's that's way out there you know i remember but, sitting there thinking but, I'm going to be 16. Yeah. I can drive. Right. I never got my license when I was 16. Well, I didn't get them until I was 18. Sure. You know, and then I was, it's like, I'm 18. I'm an adult. Yeah. I didn't move out of the house because I was no, going to school. No, no, you know, no. you think 21, I can drink. You get drunk a few times and you're like, that's kind of stupid. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, so some, you know, something like that. I remember, remember Y2K. Oh yeah. Absolutely. The huge Y2K. So I remember all 1999 Y2Ks coming. Y2K's coming. I remember just a few years before in high school, because I was in high school. I graduated in 97. Okay, so yeah. I graduated in 94. So I'm four, I'm four year, three, four years, yep. you know, like that. I remember having computers and everything in there, and then Y2K coming along, and I'm going, why did anyone think of this? Why did anyone think that? Right. Why did everybody think you should only date with two numbers? Right. But then again, on top of that, we can say, why did we think, just because the computer thought it was 1900? Right. Let's say. Yeah. Why are they going to stop working? Right. You know? Right. I mean, I can get that they had to go through and make the fixes to make it a four-digit number, mm-hmm. you know, so that they could continue on. But the, the the scare that they put into us, and very real scare in the fact that my oldest daughter was born December 28, 1999. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're talking to the doctor and stuff, and she was due on the 28th. Okay. And we said – you know, we don't really think anything's going to happen with this year mm-hmm. 2000 thing, yeah. but what if she goes into labor yeah. on New Year's Eve and something does happen? Complete failure. Yeah. Because people don't remember Y2K as much, probably because it was 17 years ago, which right. is just crazy. But but there was an, a, a thought that it was the end of the world. Yeah, that computers and everything and that computers all, ran were just done. E- electronic grids would go down, telephones would stop, planes would come crashing out, and there were some things that failed. Right. But nothing to that. Yeah, nothing that, to that effect. Right. I mean, I remember sitting there, you know, with our new baby who's three days old. Mm-hmm. We had just gotten home New Year's yep. Eve, actually. Yep. And we're sitting there, and I'm watching, you know, we're feeding the baby, New Year's is coming around, and we're watching it start, you know, in Sydney and all this yep. stuff, and yep. you're just waiting for something to frizz out even though in the back of your head you're going that's just stupid it's not gonna happen right but then there's that little part of you where where you're just waiting you're just like all right okay (laughs) sydney made it through yeah you know by the time they got to the middle east you're like all right fine yeah it's nothing's gonna happen but you're still waiting (laughs) yeah you are you are now now for going into that new year from 99 to 2000 i was a single guy i was at a party i i don't i wasn't a party guy i didn't go out there i didn't go and i wasn't old enough to drink okay i had to wait yet on that 99 i was 
Well, I'd have been 23. So, yeah, I was old enough to drink. I didn't even have facial hair at the time. Because <laughs> for a long time, this is probably the first time you've seen me in person with a beard. Yeah, yeah. So, I've, I've grown a beard recently because I'm now no longer in the food business. And I was working at an appliance store where I was a sales manager um, there. And then I switched over to doing delivery trucks. Doing okay. deliveries and installation, which was really wonderful. Because now I'm a manager over at Ace Hardware in Merrill. Okay. And I said, I'm going to grow a beard. Well, you got to you got to look trust, rugged. You yeah, gotta, people trust people with beards. Yeah, you know, you kind of got that. You kind of got that Tim Allen sidekick yeah, look. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh... I, right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so at the time, very baby face. You know, I, I have a, a bigger face to begin with, and you and I, I kind of have the same yeah, round face. Right? And when you don't have any facial hair, it looks. You look like you're twelve. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I do the same thing. Like so a, like a fat little baby twelve. <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah. Anyways, so there's this just. Good looking blonde girl at this party, too. And uh, I actually had gotten up. I don't if Steph ever listens to this, my wife. She, she doesn't know this either. But I so then you're going to be in trouble? No. Oh, okay. No. But but I worked at a restaurant, and she was a waitress at a different restaurant, the, the truck stop down in Merrill and all that. Um, she was actually a preacher's daughter, which I didn't know at the time. Okay. But I actually tried to get to go out with her. Okay. But I think I looked too young. <laughs> Did you try to pick her up with the, well, well the I world made, might end tonight? I, I made her out for breakfast and stuff like that, and, and we, we became friends, but we didn't, we never got to go on date dates or anything gotcha. like that. That was like the first time in a long time, because I didn't date a lot in high school. I had one girlfriend in high school. That was only my sophomore year, and then I said, ah, screw it, I'm going to be single, because this whole going out with girlfriend, you know, having girlfriends that you have to be attached to is too much. Yeah. My friends and I are playing Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons on the weekends. So you were nerding out and you didn't have time for a girl. I didn't have time for girls. No, I don't blame well, you there. Yeah, I worked at Boy Scouts. Uh, so, anyways. Um, See, and I was a little different in high yeah. school. Believe it or not, I was not a gamer in high school. Right. In high school, I was more of a, um, more of a, uh, I was still a nerd. Sure. Just, uh, I was more of a, of a grades nerd. Like a geek? Yeah. I call those geeks. Okay, so I was I, more well, of a geek. And, and I should, we should quantify this here quick. Okay. Geeks, okay. For me, um, there's dorks, which I just what I consider myself, hence dork fathers. Dork fathers are, dorks are normal people who get really excited about, like, games and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that. That's where I get dorks from. And then dork fathers, when we had the game store, it was basically like a play on Godfather, Mafia. Right, yeah. So yep. dork fathers that way. Um, nerds are the ones that are going, <laughs> and geeks are ones who are more just affluently smart, and you just go to them, and but they don't have a life. Right, but see, when I think geek, I go back to the classic definition, oh, which do you know? What a, do you know what a geek is classically? What's that? A geek is a sideshow performer in the circus. Okay. That would bite the heads off of chickens. Oh, so maybe my nerds that go <laughs> would be more in the geeks for you. <laughs> Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, it was just one of those hey, things. You, you know what I'm talking about with those kids. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The kids that they, uh, yeah, they, they're the ones that crawl inside the computer early on and never come out. Right. You know, yeah. and their yeah. their girlfriend is a, or, or, a video online. If they have a, yeah, right. <laughs> um, or if they're, if you have a game store or some kind of retail thing, then they come into you and they talk to you about that one magic card or the yeah, one. Yeah, the one that you've never heard of because it's. Obscure, yeah. and or, they're like, or they're talking to you about their deck or the character, and and you're just going, uh huh. Where the rest of us will uh-huh. tell a story about a character. I do it all the time. I'll yeah, say, sure. you know, I had, I had, you know, Airden. He was out and he did this and this and this, and it was really kind of cool because then, you know, our ranger did this, and as a as a gamer, you go. That's really neat. Right. But I'm not sitting there going, his stats, he has an 18 double O strength and uh, a 12 right. intelligent. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? But anyways, so so 2000 was a huge year for all of us. And it's 17 years ago. I know. You know, and, and I gra- again, I graduated in 97. And from 97 to 2000, it was kind of a fun year. Um, I became manager at Champs. My, my re- the restaurant that I bought, and I bought it in 99. Okay. Um, was owned by my aunt and uncle, who were brother and sister. Okay. And um, I, I became a manager after high school there. I was planning on going to college a little bit. I went to the tech a little bit. But I actually didn't go until, like, after the summer of 98, after I went up to Boy Scout camp, Camp DeSomas. Okay. So, yep. trading post director, which is the best director. If you there. say so. I never did Boy Scouts. 
Really? I would have pictured you on Boy Scouts. You know, a lot of people do, but I, I never did Boy Scouts. Okay. Um, I never did, like, um, 4-H or FFA or sure. any of that kind of stuff. That just wasn't wasn't my thing. Um, but I always had friends that did those things. Sure, yeah. So, you know, it's like, I know about the Boy Scouts. Yep. Um, do you know Rick Amelsey? Oh, Yes. Rick, I, I, Rick yes, is a very I, good friend of mine. I, I know Rick Amosey quite well. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, he's a really good friend of mine. And, and his um, sister Jody is married to my best friend Jason. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, Small world and thing. And I know all the Amo- I know all the Amoseys. Okay. So. Yeah, I like I said, I've known Rick since UWMC, yep. so back in 94 is when I started going to UWMC. Yeah. Um, I got kicked out in 96. No. <laughs> no. Well, you know, when you game all the time and you don't go to class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, instead of doing your homework, do your homework. Right. Um, so I got kicked out in 96, and then we all kind of went our separate ways. I went to – I moved to Eau Claire because my wife was going to school mm-hmm. there. Well, my fiancé at the time. No. Um, and then we got married. She graduated. We ended up back in Mosny. Okay. Um, in 97. Yes, January. We moved in January, okay. mm-hmm. which in Wisconsin is a whole lot of fun. No, and we moved to Mosini of all places. Oh. <laughs> so we lived in this house on Second Street, which sure. is three blocks from the paper mill. Right. So, so that so summer, that hot, you have that hot dog smell. That's what I always call it. That yeah, I don't know what smell. that smell is, but I call it the hot dog smell. Like like it's old boiled hot dogs. Yeah, I saw. It, I can see that. Okay, I don't know what you would actually call that. I well, my dad worked at the paper mill up in Merrill uh, Ward Paper Mill when it was open. Okay. So and we went and visit him a lot. It's actually a place that they did a lot of tours and things. Okay. Like. It's really neat to see how paper is made. Yeah, my dad actually worked in a paper mill as well. Yeah, he yeah. worked in at Warehouser. Sure. Well, he actually started there when it was still American Can. Okay. Then it was Warehouser yep. and he didn't retire until it was Domtar. Oh. So he I think it was 41 or 42 years he worked there. Okay. Now, um I have never been inside the building. No. Oh. I was never there. No. Oh, well, but it was uh, it was always kind of nice. We ne- always had paper as kids. Yeah, you know, because oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think my dad still finds paper that he got from yeah. Paper mill. I mean, my dad now, my paper. dad's retired now. Yeah, but he could. He goes, well, if you need paper, let me know, because he can just go to Domtar and be like, I used to work here, and they're like, here's your paper for the month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. Thanks. <laughs> I I'm like no, I think we can afford yeah. the five bucks or whatever it sure. is. You know. Yeah. You know. Well, it's a perk though. I don't know. Well, I mean, if he wants the paper, all, you know, right, all, right, all right. for it. But um, so yeah, we moved to Mosinee in '97 because uh, my wife had gotten a job at um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember right. now. But it was a, it was an IT firm, and she did oh, help okay. desk stuff. Yep down there and um so then we had our first baby in 99 we had our second one in 2001 she got fired in 2001 we had moved up to wassa before that some i think somewhere in 2000 we moved up to wassa uh because we just couldn't handle the summers in mosini were horrid sure because when it got muggy Mm -hmm. that smell just sat and it was just horrid and I suppose if you grew up there and you, you didn't know the difference, sure, I did. But yeah. it was it was bad. So we yeah. moved up to we moved up to Wassa, and uh, she got fired in two thousand one. Um, we later found out they had taken all of middle management instead of just you know cutting them. They just fired everybody in middle management Crazy. and rehired yeah. them yeah. with you know right kids right out of college. Oh yeah, because well, that's because it was smart cheaper. Way to go. Yeah. Well, it was cheaper and then when they sold a year later they could yep. say, "Look, this is all we spend on, you know, yeah. people." So Yeah. But nothing got done. <laughs> <laughs> so, we uh moved up to Wassa. I went back to school. I got my degree in 2003 from the Tech. Mm-hmm. Um I started at my current job in 2004. And I'm still there, which is something I didn't plan. Sure, sure. It was that yeah. first job. You know, I yep. planned on working there five years. Yep. In June, it'll be 13. <laughs> I get that. So. Except I'm doing it in reverse. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> well, you had champs for how long? Well, I well, I started there July 7th, 1994. It was a Thursday. That's how <laughs> well I remember this. And the, and the last day was a Sunday, February 16th, 2014. But I bought it 
in October of 1999. Okay. So so I was 20 years old. 20 years old, bought a restaurant, and then I owned it from October 99 till 2014 when I was bought out. Okay. I got bought out by my competitor because Quick Trip bought him out. Evil Quick Trip. But my wife works at Quick Trip, but it's actually pretty awesome. So. <laughs> Evil Quick Trip. But we love it. We love it. Well, there, there are benefits. Actually, it, it's a really nice place to work, but you actually have to work. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure everyone's gotten screwed over by a boss, but, you know, every place is done. Yeah, exactly. Another, so, so. so 2014, you got bought out. Yep. Um, I was going to ask you why you left. Um, I honestly, I only ate there once. Yeah. Maybe French twice. Toast? Yeah. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. But you got to come up to Merrill. I that's know the that's thing. a thing. Because <laughs> here, here's the thing about Merrill and Wassa. People go to Wassa from Merrill, mm-hmm. but it's weird for people from Wassa to come to Merrill. Yeah. Unless you absolutely do it. But I can tell you this. I had people who were regulars on the weekends from uh, uh, Anago, Athens, Tomahawk, Mosinee. Um, Marathon City that would come up and eat at my place. So. Yeah, but the only time we go to Merrill, honestly, there's yeah. there's two reasons. Yeah. One is the Cosmo has a show that somebody in Wassa doesn't, which sure. happens not a lot, but right. once in a while. Yep. And two is I really have a craving for chips. Sure. Oh, <laughs> a real chips. <laughs> yes, yes, a real chips. Yep. Chips is wonderful, by the way. It so. is. And, um, you, you know, I remember as a kid we had one in Wassa, yep. Yep. but that went away years and years yep. ago. Yep. Did you know there was a Champs in Wassa? I did not. In like the 60s. Um, I'm old... not that old. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, I get it. But but yeah, the, the actual original founder of the Champs of Champs restaurant actually had one in Wassa. It was a drive up too. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just, it wasn't a drive. It, it was a drive up with a with a full restaurant. Oh, okay. When it started. Well, that's kind of neat. I mean, yeah. we've lost a lot of that. You either have a drive through. Yep. And a small dining area like yep. the fast food yep, restaurants. Yep. Or you have a sit-down. Yeah. There's not really – you don't see the drive-ups very no, often. No. Tomahawk, Dogs and Suds, have you ever been up there? Well worth the trip. Okay. Just go up there. It, it, it's just mom and pop, you know, burgers, hot dogs, chili dogs, barbecues. It's funny, like though. I, the root beer is wonderful, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. See, I travel a lot for my job. Yeah. And I hate hitting chain restaurants because sure. it's like – I can do that at home. Yeah, yeah. So I like to go to little mom and pop yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, One of the best places I've been, and, and I didn't want to go in the first place, but I got sent to Charleston, West Virginia. Okay. Of all places, you know. Yeah. And I ended up getting done with my job, and I had a day before the plane left. Okay. So I'm like, what do I do? And I'm asking the locals. I'm mm-hmm. like, where do you go? What do you, you know? And they're like, walk down here about two blocks. They're like, there's this little mom and pop place. They're like, get the biscuits and gravy. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I walked down to this place and I got the biscuits and gravy and oh my right. god, it was. It, they're like, I'm like, you're like, you want a half order or a full order? And I'm like, I'm a big guy. I'm like, I want a full order. Well, yeah. They're like, you sure? Wait a minute. <laughs> like, and you're thinking, why are you asking? Me I'm this? like, yes, I'm sure. Yep. And she's like, okay. okay. Yeah. So now a full order was about, I think it was like six and a half bucks. Sure. Yeah. So you and you got coffee with it. Oh, okay, good deal. And yeah. it came with. Three eggs. Okay. On top of it. Yeah. So, oh yeah, nice. Dude, I think there was about a half dozen biscuits underneath this. Really? It was huge. I didn't finish it. I love biscuits and gravy. I do too. But but that's. I mean, how big were the biscuits? Were they tra- like a traditional size? They, biscuit? No, they were like a double size biscuit. Really? They, it was it was amazing. I'm like for six and a half bucks wow. plus and coffee the, and, and, and had, three eggs. And it was sausage gravy and everything. There was yeah. Tra- it was, mm. And I didn't even have to add pepper to it. And a lot of times when you get you sausage right. and gravy, you got to add pepper, pepper to it because right. it's just like. Well, and I, I'm a Frank's Red Hot guy. So okay. I add Frank's Red Hot to, to I, a little bit. And ketchup. I, I know people don't want to hear that. But I'm a ketchup guy too on top of that. Ketchup? Uh, not not on my biscuits and gravy. But like you get a uh, a skillet or yeah, something like yeah, that. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Got to have some ketchup on there. Right, right. But anyway. Um, <laughs> We're really getting off topic. No, here. no, not really. This is this is this is great. <laughs> but um, I remember eating at your place yeah, once. Yeah. And the food was great. Yep. Yeah. And I and I took a picture of because I think you had, guys had just had your first kid. Yeah, Cooper. Cooper, yeah, and yeah. She, there was pictures up on the wall yeah. right by the table we were sitting at. And I took a picture of it because you weren't working when yeah. I was there, and I'm like, click. 
Ryan, I'm at your shop. <laughs> you know, social media is great yeah. for, like, stalking people. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember those pictures. Great. A lot of what, – what, what was nice about owning a restaurant, um, particularly being mom and pop and not a, not a chain, chain yeah. not a franchise, something like that, is that uh, you get to know your customers almost, and your customers get to know you where they actually become family. Right. And and we we got – every time a kid was born, we got gifts and stuff like that. So, you know, and we got – all kinds of things. People demanded that we would get pictures printed so they could have some in their wallets. Give us pictures of your kids! Right? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Steph and I, um, Steph's like six years younger than I am. Okay. Um, and we we were we started seeing each other like 2003-ish. It was kind of one of those things where it just kind of happened. Right, right. We, 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 we um, debate when it started all the time. And... Um, but we dated for a long time, got married in 2000, but we didn't have our first kid until 2012. Right, right. So, you know, for a long time, people were like, are you ever going to have kids? First it was, are you going to ever get married? It's like, yeah. are you ever going to have kids? Don't you love... And now I have three. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you love people that are like, aren't you going to have kids? You go have kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> it's like we have, a, we, we have a set of friends, and they've got four kids, one on the way, and they're always like, well, you need more than two. I'm like, my youngest is 15. No. No, no I'm not over. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have a six-month-old. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> it's like Nikki and I started dating in high school. Yeah. So between my between my sophomore and junior year, we had a mutual friend, and we started hanging out. Sure. And we became friends, and you know how that all goes. Yep. And then we then she wanted to go to Junior Girls, which is Sadie Hawkins. Yep, or, yep. Whatever, and she asked me to go, and she didn't want to ask me unless I was her boyfriend. So she asked me if I'd be her boyfriend, and in mm-hmm. the same breath asked me to go to Junior Girls. Oh. So it was kind of a weird setup, yeah. you know, especially since it was a week before the dance. Sure, yep. And I'm supposed to find a tux. Yep, yep. okay. But anyway, long story <laughs> okay. short, so that's when we started dating, and then we broke up, and then we dated again, and then she was leaving for college, so we broke up again, Yeah. and we started dating again, and then in... 95 um we had started dating again and i'm like this time it's either either we're gonna get married or i'm just done you know you get to that point where it's just like i'm not playing the sure nope so we started dating in january and in march i asked her to marry me (laughs) and she said yes okay well well, good yeah you know and then um we got married in 96 we were going to get married in 97, but then she spent a semester in Colorado, and when she came back, we were both like, no, we're just – we're going to just, just get, get married yep. and be done with it. So we got married in 96. We didn't have our first kid till 99. Good for you. We had our second one in 2001. Okay. Yep. And then we were done. It was just yeah. kind of like – which is good because when we got engaged, I said, you know, how many kids do you want? Yeah. She said, 12. I said, Excuse me? (laughs) She goes, Uh, I want a dozen. And I said, I was kind of thinking one. Right. (laughs) You know. settled on two. Well, that's good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was kind of funny because we had the first one and then she said, well, when are we, you know, we want to have more than one. I said, yeah, we probably should because if you have just one, they're going to get spoiled. And and though that's okay in the long run, you know, it's like, and it's somebody for the other kid to yeah, you know. Well, and and you just get this like, I really want to have another one of these. No, even though I'm not sleeping. And, and I think that's and, why um, you decide to have another one because right. you're like you're lacking sleep and oxygen to your yep. brain and all that stuff. So you're right. like, hey, another one sounds great. Right. So we had our second one, and before she gave birth, she was at the point where she's like, you know what, I'm good with two. Sure. So you know, we made yeah. that we made that deal. Yep. If for some reason she had a cesarean section, which mm-hmm. she didn't, you know, they'd go in and they'd, yep. they'd tie her tubes. Yep. And if not, then I would go yep. and, and get snipped. Well, baby was born. Baby was healthy. Two weeks later, it's done. Oh. <laughs> we weren't wasting any time. <laughs> I'm like, because that way we could heal together. Yeah, Because you have sure. that amount of time. You yeah, can't have absolutely. do anything anyway. And so I'm like, we can heal together. I had it done on a Friday. I was back to work on Monday. You mm-hmm. know, it's not that big of a deal for a guy. It really no, isn't. No, 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 it isn't. So, you know, <laughs> so we're like, no more kids. And now, you know, everybody's like, well, don't. And her mother, too, is like, 
you know, I'd like more grandkids. We're like, you got to talk to Nikki's brother because yeah. we're not doing it. No. You know, <laughs> you might have great grandkids here in the next 10, 15 yeah. years or something, you know, because my kids are getting to that age where my oldest one leaves for college in the fall. Nope. So, you know, college is usually where you meet the person you're going to marry. So, mm. you know, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah, you know, as a dad, I go, I don't know if I want to deal with this. Right. You know, it's like, how do you, how do you like, how do you work with some guy who's going to marry your daughter? Yeah, I don't. You know, and it's just like. I, I got a ways to go on that. Yeah, you do. I got a ways to go. Because right now, my, my little girl, her name is Renly. Yep. R-E-N-L-E-E, for those who want to know how that is. It means lotus flower. And yes, I did get it from Game of Thrones. Way to go. From, yeah, Renly Baratheon. Because I actually wanted to name Cooper Renly, and I lost that battle. Okay, okay. And Steph decided Cooper Bradley, which I'm always like, wait a minute. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper, right? No, well, she did, she denies that that's what it is, but we all know. So, so, <laughs> so, so. Well, okay. So Cooper Bradley, he he's five. He's gonna be five years old this summer. Wonderful little boy. He loves trains. He's, he, that's the way. Nothing he wrong is. with trains, yeah. man. But Renly, her name is Renly Eden, Lotus Flower Eden. You know, right. That. She's a pistol. There, and how old it, is she? Three and a half. Okay. Three and a half, going on sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she she's now to the point where you got to watch what you say because she will repeat everything you say and she is demanding and she she is the boss. Okay. So I'm very I have two boys. White Arthur is I went old school name on right, that. Yeah. White Arthur. I really like that. Um he's 6 months. Um I'm really happy that we had two boys and one girl because when we found out we were pregnant for the third time, I'm like it needs to be a boy because I don't know how Renly's going to handle it. It'll be fine right now. Right. But down the road, it won't be. At least if it's another boy, she will always be the boss. Right, right. Yeah. See, when we had ours, we went for old names too. My my oldest daughter, Emma, I named after my great-grandmother, Emma. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then my second daughter, she goes by Molly, but her name is Melinda. Okay. And, uh, again, just an older name. I like sure. the older names. Yeah. Um, I wanted a boy, though. I did. Yeah. And and I didn't get one. And if I really wanted to, obviously, we can make babies. I could have no, kept trying. But, no. you know. Right. No. It's kind of like we always said if we want – if we ever get to that point where I really want a boy, we can adopt. We haven't adopted yet. No. So, you know, <laughs> I think I'll be okay. But You can borrow one of mine. So. Or so, one of – yeah. one of Josh Yeager's. Yeah, so. Josh has like a whole football team, doesn't he? He's close. So, he, <laughs> he can definitely open up his own restaurant. So, or at least his own game stop. There you go. Yeah. You know. But uh, we uh, – I always wanted a boy, and I and I had the name picked out because when Nikki got pregnant the second time, because it was such a different pregnancy than the sure. first time, yep. she's like, this has to be a boy. Mm -hmm. This has to be a boy. So I'm like, you know, I was all excited and stuff until we had the ultrasound and found out that it was a girl. Yep. Um, and I was still excited. I mean, I if my girls are listening to this, which they do occasionally – I'm not saying I didn't want you or that mm -hmm. I don't love you. It's just let's clarify, right? Exactly, yeah, and quantify. But I had the name picked out, and my wife was so glad when we didn't have a boy because I was going to name him Vladimir Phoenix. Is that not an awesome name? That is an awesome name. And uh, she was not happy with that. Um, I think she would have let me do it. Sure, but I don't think she would have been happy with it. Right. Uh, well, but, I have a um, my grandpa on my mom's side was named August. And I wanted to name one of our boys August Arthur. So but Arthur is a great-grandpa on both sides of my family. Okay. So I have an Arthur. Both were great-grandpas. But I loved having August. A little Augie, everyone would call him. Because I yeah. get called little Augie by my grandpa's friends because they look a lot like him. I'm, okay. I have the same build, everything like that, mannerisms and everything. Okay. And like, oh, okay. And I didn't get that. Well, I, I, and this is my cousin – that lives well. He lives in southern Wisconsin, but he's from Illinois. Uh, he he has the family name on my mom's side, Brat, B R A A T Z, Brat, and he named his newborn son August Arthur. And I'm just like, wait a minute! <laughs> I was supposed to do that. Yeah, it but, was. But yeah, but you know, it, the name sometimes it's like it doesn't work out, but they're all perfect. Like, like Wyatt Arthur means war bear. And okay. he is a war bear sometimes. He's starting to tease. So. Oh, yeah. That can yeah. be 
That can be horrible. Now, our oldest one, when she went through teething, it was it felt like it was two weeks. She was just yeah. like, yeah, I'm done. Mm. You know, and then my youngest one took forever to teeth. Yep. She was constantly, you know, it's like, here, chew on some ice, you know. Right. Something, <laughs> something. Something, just, here, have some brandy. No, I never fed my right. kids brandy. Right. But I, had, I did have that suggestion from some older yep. people. They're like, just rub some brandy on yeah, their gums. Yeah, that's what I'm okay. like. And what you're supposed to do is just while you're rubbing some on them, you're supposed to drink a little too. That's what it is. Well, I didn't say I didn't drink any. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I just said I didn't put it on their lips. Put it. On. Why would I waste it? Glug, glug, right. glug. No, um, no, I sound like a lush. I'm not. But <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. There's not really a. Nikki's family has like a a, a naming thing. Like sure. Her brother's name is Dean. Yep. Her dad's name was Ronald Dean. Okay. Her grandfather's name was – I'm going to forget this now. But his middle name was Ronald. So okay. it was, you know, oh, firstborn okay. yeah, boy yeah. got the dad's name as the middle yep. name. My dad did the same thing with my older brother. <clears throat> named him Lee. My dad's mm-hmm. name is Leonard Lee. Okay. So – but I didn't have a boy. We don't really have a naming convention with that. So when the oldest one was born, I said, I want to name her Emma Caroline. Okay. My mother's middle name is Caroline. Yeah. So I thought that would be kind of neat, and it kind of flowed together. You know, sure, I'm a sure. Caroline. Yep. Nikki's family, mm-hmm. on the girl's side, mm-hmm. have a history of having the middle name of Marie. Okay. So her mother is Susan Marie. She's Nicole Marie. Okay. Um, her grandmother was um, Marie, was her first name. Okay. But they kind of moved it to the middle. <laughs> so she wanted to name Emma, Emma Marie, yeah. which also works. Yeah. So we fought about it, fought about it, and finally we're like, nobody's giving in, so she is Emma Caroline Marie. Okay, cool. So, you know, and it works nice and whatever. And then when the second one came along, I'm like, you know, we're trying to figure out a middle name, and Nikki's like, well, should we give her two middle names too? I'm like, why? Yeah. I said, we did it as a compromise. We don't really – she's like, no, we got to do it. We got to keep everything equal. My wife is big into keeping everything equal. Even down to like Christmas, they don't have to have the same number of gifts, but we got to spend the same amount of money sure. on both of them. Yeah, my mom does that with all of us. And I'm just like, they're not going to know or no, care. No. But anyway, so then we have Melinda, and I thought it would be kind of neat to name her after Nikki. So it's Melinda Nicole. Yep. And then the name Amber. I've always liked the name Amber. Oh, sure. So That's she's cool. Melinda Nicole Amber. Nice. So <laughs> they always get mad at us. They used to come home from school and go, we're the only ones that have two middle names. Yeah, it's because your parents are idiots. But uh, <laughs> no, I I have a cousin. His name is Paul. It, he has two male names. It's Paul David Aura, because that was his two, like a grandpa and another okay. great grandpa on whatever side. On okay. There. But David Aura, and then so I, you always knew he was in trouble when it was. <laughs> but it was my that was my first experience with a double middle name outside of authors. Right. Which it seems like every author you have to have a double middle name. To be an author. Yeah, to be a good author anyway. Right, right. But it was actually kind of funny because uh, I was driving my daughter, my youngest daughter, and one of her friends somewhere one time, and they're talking in the back seat. You know, I'm just kind of listening. And they seem to think that I – because I'm in the front seat and they're in the back seat, I can't hear them. Sure. But she was kind of funny. She's like, my dad always calls me Melinda. So that's – they must have been talking about being in trouble. Mm-hmm. She goes, my dad always calls me Melinda. Everybody else calls me Molly, but dad calls me Melinda. She goes, so that doesn't mean I'm in trouble. But if he says Melinda Nicole, I know I'm in trouble. And if he gets to Amber, I hide. <laughs> and nice. I was thinking back about it, and I'm like, I don't ever remember getting to Amber. Mm. It might have happened once. Sure. You know, maybe more because they were going to do something, and didn't realize that they were about to like die. Yes. Yes. That's usually that's usually when the middle names come up for me. Like they're about to jump off onto something that they will be impaled upon. So they're trying to do backyard wrestling already. Yes, we, 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 we have done backyard wrestling. I can well, believe so. that. Yeah. Hey, if nothing else, it wears the energy off. Oh, tell me about it. You know, I used to listen but to I... people go, you can't spank your kids. And oh. and we, weren't never, we were never really spankers. But one time I remember spanking Emma yep. as she was reaching for an open flame. Yeah. You know, it's and it's not like you beat them. You just no, kind of give them a no. quick little There's crack a to, yes. you know, you get their bad, this yeah, is bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no, and Steph and I have that policy, too, where it's not a, 
it's not an abuse thing. We're not no. sitting there and beating on them for no. everything they do wrong. But when it is worthy of a, a little slap, a little... Just to get their attention, right, you know? To it's, make them understand, this is really wrong. This <laughs> will do this. This will hurt, or this, this will kill you, right. or this will, you know... And it was funny because that was when our kids were little, that big where, you know, kids are constantly calling the, the you know, child services and getting no. taken away from their parents mm. and stuff. And it's like, my God, if I crack my kid on the butt for, you know, safety reasons, do sure. I have to worry about this? Right. You know, I, and I look, think back of the way that I was disciplined by my parents. Today, my parents would be in jail. I remember one time my dad spanking my sister and I. And I, I, I remember it. My mom really doesn't remember it, but my mom goes, if your dad spanked you, you must have done something really bad. And it had to be something to do with something hot or something like that because my dad, you know, yeah. wasn't like that. So Well, when I, mean, I was a kid, I would much rather have gotten disciplined by my dad than my mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm afraid of my mom. Yeah. Into this my, yeah. <laughs> my dad was one of these guys. He would lose his temper. He'd yell at you. Yeah. And it was done. Yeah. You That's know, yeah. if he if he punished you, you know, you got sent to your room or whatever. No. By the time you came out, it was done. Yeah. But mom, mom, my mother likes to hold grudges, and she doesn't mm. listen to my podcast, so I can say this. I remember one time, I think I was about thirty-five. Okay. And we were talking about something, and she brought up something I did when I was fourteen. Uh huh. Yep. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. My mom does the same exact thing. I remember the time that you did. It. I'm like. But why? Why are you bringing that up now? You know, that was 20 years ago, right. Ma. That was a completely, you know, it was different back then. So. Every, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, just the way kids grow yeah, up now. I mean, I'm sure you thing. remember as a kid, when did you stay in the house? What was staying in the house? Saturday Actually, morning. Saturday yes. morning. So, so my dad would work third shift. Okay. On, on something. So my dad works swing shift. Yep. Yeah, well, 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 he, yeah, my dad works swing shift on. That. Okay. But, okay. I should quantify it, but, um. On Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, AWA Wrestling was on. Okay, yeah. Black and white. You had to get up at like 5 in the morning. I don't remember which channel. I couldn't tell you either. But my dad would be home a little after 6 o'clock. But I knew if he wasn't home by like 6.10, 6.15, he'd go to the bakery and get fresh bakery because it was a place that actually made everything fresh. Oh, okay. It wasn't just a frozen donut. They got warmed up. Right, they got right. frosted over. It was fresh made custard filled chocolate covered donuts and he would bring home one for me and i could sit there and watch wrestling and eat a custard donut when i was i remember that all the time i was like dad i hope dad stops at the bakery isn't that amazing some of the things you remember oh right you know you don't really remember the bad things of being a kid i mean i'm sure i was in trouble a lot sure you know all kids are i remember when my sister came home i was Three years old. She's three years younger. I remember when she came home. Cause, and the, the part I remember is she's lying there. And um, she must have had something over her stomach. Or my mom must have been changing her diaper or something. I wanted to pull out the umbilical cord that was oh, still okay. attached. And my mom was like, you remember that? I'm like, yeah, I remember Well, that. they say your first memories come somewhere around that yeah, three yeah. years old or so. Yeah. That before that, you don't really remember yeah. anything. Even though you learn more in those first three years right. than you do the rest of your life. Right. You don't remember it. It's it's stuff that's ingrained in yeah. you. But, I, you know, one of my first memories was sitting with my dad. Now, my dad has been and always has been a very staunch Democrat. Mm-hmm. He was a union guy. Yep. And they pretty much tell them how to vote. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was, always a, he was always a line guy. And then he voted for Reagan yeah. in 80, yeah. you know. And I remember sitting with my dad on the couch. Mm-hmm. Watching the inaugural speech for Reagan. Nope. I don't know why. I still don't do that because most of the time inaugural speeches are... Right. You know? Any political speech gets kind of like that. I mean, I know you did some local politics, right? I'm still a politician. Oh, are you? Yeah, I didn't... And bring that up on purpose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I was a, a county board supervisor, and I'm currently in my fourth term as a city of Merrill alder person. So, so the, the city council. For okay. Merrill, so, okay. Yeah. And do you like doing that? I actually really love doing it. Do you? Yeah. Um. I I I I feel like I'm contributing back to my town. So okay. a lot of the stuff that you see. Actually, there was a couple of things in the Velocity Daily Herald about me, too, for a little bit there, but that's a different whole. 
whole thing. That's the that's the Daily Herald. They, they don't count. But um, a lot of the positive things that you see happening in, in Merrill, if you pay attention to Merrill at all. <laughs> Just what my kids tell me, which is Merrill is where all the meth is. We're working on it. We got a drug officer now. It's <laughs> so not they're not bad. wrong. No, well, actually, there's been a lot of busts on that. But anyways, a lot of stuff on uh, getting rid of blighted buildings, which Boss is also doing. Yeah, we've been doing that for years. working on bringing new businesses, working on things like that. And and all of Central Wisconsin is doing that. But I've really been a part of that. But we got, uh, like for our fairgrounds, um, the city took over the fairgrounds from the county. We got a grand, brand new grandstand. Okay. Uh, out of that, we have a brand new aquatic center. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's there's you know a lot of different things that are that are happening in Merrill, and I'm I'm part of it. And that's, whether, whether I'm whether it would happen or not if I'm there or not, but I'm still part of it. Right, and you're part of that decision making process, yeah. which is really a cool thing. I've actually th- I've toyed with the idea of going into local politics, and my wife has pretty much told me that she would prefer that I don't. Sure. So yeah. I don't. Well, it's a 24 hour, seven day a week job. You get, I've gotten phone calls late at night from people. I've gotten phone calls early in the morning. I've gotten stopped at my work, wherever it was, champs, Hargraves, now Ace Hardware. And I've talked to people about subjects, but it's also something I really like to do about that because I like to make sure everyone knows what's actually going on. And yeah. And that's and, not a bad and, thing. And to know that I'm open to them. Um, people have asked me to run for mayor. I don't know. Maybe not now with three kids. Alderman's pretty big, and that's one of the reasons I didn't run for county board supervisor again, because that was a one term for me. Okay. It's just because I was city alderman and county board supervisor at the same time, and we were coming into going, hey, we're going to have another child. <laughs> right, and those those both of those positions are part-time, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not full-time. They're not full, I mean, you're working full-time, kind of. Right. But yeah, they're part time. You go to your meetings. You you do your legwork. You you get yourself educated on the subjects. Ask the questions. Vote. And then you go to your board meetings and vote yeah, again. Vote again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Isn't that the saying? Vote early. Vote often. Vote early. Vote often. Right. Right. <laughs> no. That's not, but but um. But politics is one of those interesting things because a lot of people don't understand how things work, and especially when it starts coming to money and and where right. how money works because it's not always one pool of money there's different pots and there's designated funds and and then when you start worried talking about tiff funding and the, see this is a whole different subject right right stuff, yeah but but you know people well you know we'll we'll do this as a topic sometime in the future there you go we'll yeah because politics that. really and if you've listened to any of the podcasts yeah. i usually there's usually something political that comes out i've done entire sure. episodes on politics yep. We did one – I did one before Trump was elected, mm-hmm. and then we did one shortly after he sure. was elected. Yep. Now, everybody knows I'm not a Trump fan, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's not a it's not a party thing. Yep. I'm just not a Trump fan. Sure. And, and Well, I can tell you this. Um, I, I lean center right. Okay. But I have a purple ticket when I, I and this is what I call it. I call I got a purple ticket usually when I when I vote because I I go and I understand the individuals. Right, and, and that's what I yep. th- that was always my big thing before. I I now I I vote a yellow ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which just means I just run away because I'm a coward. No, no. Um, libertarian. Okay. Yep. So, uh, you know, and I voted for uh, Gary Johnson for mm-hmm. president. Uh, did I think he was going to win? No, but I kind of hoped he'd cause some sort of a uprising to bring, sure. you know, that third sure. party yeah, into yeah, it, yeah. but we didn't quite get there, no, no. but you know, there's another, there's another election in four years right? and they haven't stopped running anybody nope. yet. Well, so. and, and, and that, now that we're really, well, and this actually goes into my whole timeline is when I first got into like the year 2000, I had, I was old enough in 98 to vote for, was it 98, 96, 98 to go, uh, let's see, 2000, 2000 election. 2000 presidential. Bush, okay. Bush was one of the first one, I'm not saying I voted for Bush, I actually voted for, for Gore. Okay. In, in I voted for Bush in 2000. Yeah, I voted for Gore. Um, I've actually, I've always been center line on that, and I look back now, and I don't think I would change any way that I had voted. Because at the time when I when I voted, that's the way how I felt, and I yeah, thought and things were, were good on that. And that's a lot of things that we've talked about. You know, I look back now and go, 17 years ago. Yeah. 
You know, I voted for Bush the first time. Right. I didn't yeah, vote yeah. for him the second time. Right. And Did actually, you? I didn't vote for Bush the first time. I voted for him the second time. Okay. So, yep. But, you know, and then Obama came along. Mm-hmm. I voted for him the first time. I voted I, for him in the primary against Hillary, but I did not vote for him yet as the president. So. But I didn't vote for him the second time. I did not vote for him the second time either. So. You know, and, and... And and here's the thing. We're going to go just a little bit into politics. Okay. I think Obama did the best that Obama could do. I think I would some, agree. Something they could do. Um, I would shake his hand. I would respect him and everything. But I did, disagreed with him on a lot of topics. But I think he did some things right, too. Everyone does. Trump, whether you like him or not, he's going to do some things wrong. Maybe a lot of things wrong. Maybe not as much as you think wrong. Right. But he's going to do things right, and he won't get credit for it. Right. Well, you know, now there's this whole Syria thing. Yeah. Since we're going to talk politics sure. here quick, I'm going to bring this up quick. Sure. So the United States attacks Syria after mm-hmm. they attack their own people with with Plus, chemical yeah. weapons. Yeah. Yep. Sarin gas, I think is what Sarin, they're saying. Yeah, something. So, and now people are going, how, how can he, you know, why is he? And I'm like, uh, because they attacked women and children. Yeah. Any president, whether it would have been Hillary, whether it would have been Trump, whether mm-hmm. it would have been Johnson. Yeah. Even Johnson, I think, at some point would have been back into the corner and he would have right. had to strike as well. There, well only, I don't blame that on Trump. In fact, I think he did what he had to do. Right. Well, and, and the only thing Trump, I think, did wrong was he didn't notify some members of Congress, which he's supposed to do. Right. But let, let's backtrack to 95. Bill Clinton didn't do that either when he did a bombing campaign of Kosovo. No one's bringing that up. Well, of course not, because... There is different – depending on the party you're a yep, part of, yep. you get different rules. Right. And I've, and I've seen that my entire sure. you know, time in voting or that I've been involved in politics. And I find that my daughters now, even though they can't vote, they're, mm-hmm. they know as much or more about certain parts of politics than I do. Sure, yeah. In high school, did you care about politics? No. Yeah, I did. But, Did you? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, and I'll tell you what, politics and history play go hand in hand for me. Okay. So, and that, but that's just, that's, I am an oddball at that. Well, I love history. So, I'm yeah. a, I mean, today yeah. in history. Yeah. I do that not because I think everybody out there wants to listen to me ramble for, you know, two, three minutes on a history topic, but because I like it. Right. So, but to me, politics, though a part of history, they're yeah. not the same thing. Yeah. Usually it's wars. People usually associate yeah. history and wars together. So. Yeah, and, and actually when it comes to that, I'm actually more of a European guy. Mm-hmm. I like European sure. history, yeah. uh, specifically Russian history. Okay. And when I tell – I was talking to my boss mm. a few days ago, and I said, you know, someday Nikki and I want to go to Cuba. Yeah, okay. And he goes, why Cuba? And I'm like, the food right. and the tobacco. Yeah. Why else would you want to go to Cuba? <laughs> you know? And probably, and I said, you know, and and quite honestly, probably because it was so off limits to us my entire life. Right. I mean, I don't remember a time when Cuba was open to America. No. So, you know, and as far as, and I said, and someday I'd like to go to Russia, you know, see Moscow, see Red Square, Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Tiananmen Square, Red Square's in China. That's a different thing. Um, You know. Am I right? Or am I backwards? I think you're backwards. Tiananmen. Tiananmen Square's in China. China. Yep. Red Square is in mm-hmm. Moscow. Yep. You know, and I want to go see all the old sure. architecture and stuff. Yep. And he's like, uh, Russia? I'm like, yeah. I'm yep. like, all those buildings, all that history mm-hmm. was there for hundreds of years before yep. the communists got there. Yep. And he's like, I guess I can see yep. that. He's like, but Putin. And I said, well, I'm not going today. Right. Well, and, and Putin's not going to stop you from coming. They need tourism to help fund stuff. Right. And but, it's, but, but, and, and it's interesting with Putin being there. Even though right now there's people in Russia who don't like Putin and some of his uh, strong arm tactics, that's actually what people from Russia, particularly the Slavic people, prefer. They want a strong armed, you know, strong handed right. person. They want someone who's not going to be a pushover and all. And it's been like that throughout all of history. Right, but them. the the problem is, is we put an American lens on it. Right, and we're like, we don't want that shit. Right. So. Right. How can they? Yeah. But then Trump got elected, kind of, kind of because of that. Of course, they call that a white lash too. So, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna thank you for coming out. Oh, we we kind of got to me. that point uh, in the night where we need to start wrapping yeah. up. Um, but you know, I will definitely have you back. This was yeah. a blast, man. Oh, good. <laughs>
So and I'll bring an actual physical topic that we can actually. Well, it was just it just seemed to work out really well. And yeah, I, you know. I'm you know I'm looking at this thinking this is going to be a, a podcast about you know just life in general. Yeah, yeah. And and you know that's perfect. Uh, next week I have a buddy of mine coming in, Chris Foley. Chris is a fellow gamer and, a, and an all-around good guy. I haven't hung out with him much in a while, but he used to come to the shop all the sure, time. Yep. But it'll be nice to catch up, and I and I have no idea what he's going to bring in for a topic. It This one kind of scares me. <laughs> he could come with just about anything. But uh, why don't you check in next week and see for yourself what the topic is. All right, so you ever thought to yourself, hey, this podcast is awesome, and I'd like to tell the guy who does it how much I like it. I wonder how I can do that. Well, simply put, there's two ways for you to do that. You can email me at whosepodcastisit at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook at Whose Podcast Is It Anyway. Either way you find me, I look forward to hearing from you. And now we wrap up with the quote of the day. Today's quote, Truth is ever to be found in simplicity, and not in the multiplicity and confusion of things. That was said by Sir Isaac Newton. Uh, born December 25th, 1642, died March 1727. And he was an English mathematician, astronomer, and physicist, described in his own day as a natural philosopher, who is widely recognized as one of the most influential scientists of all time and a key figure in the scientific revolution. His book, Mathematical Principles of Natural Philosophy, first published in 1687, laid the foundations of classical mechanics. Newton also made seminal contributions to optics, and he shares credit with Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, for developing the infinitesimal calculus. Thank you for making math suck. <laughs> but anyway, so that, that, that quote, you know, it makes sense. Yep. It's Truth needs to be found. It's complex. Truth mm -hmm. is not simple. Nope. I mean, parts of truth can be simple. Sure. But truth itself is not simple. And I think that's all he was really trying to get at that way. Right. And that also gave him a reason for, you know, inventing infinitesimal calculus. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you again for coming oh, out. Oh, I I gotta say I enjoyed this thoroughly. So great, great. I, yeah, I we'll definitely uh, we'll yeah. we'll have you back. And everybody out there, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.